adventures between the Arctic and Antarctic. Listen to Arvid Fuchs on the Ocean Change podcast. Welcome to this podcast episode. Here's Bärbel in Hamburg. And here's Arvid on, on board of Dagmar Horn. And we are getting close to Denmark again, to uh, Skag. So you left Scotland and you sailed right across the North Sea very quickly. Yeah, we had pretty good conditions, I must say. So uh, when we left in Venice, uh, in Scotland, so I think it was on Sunday afternoon, in the beginning we had very little wind, but then it eventually picked up and we got wind from the southwest, which was really good. So we could sail and uh, we had excellent conditions and uh, yeah, we made a fast crossing. You have blue skies. Yeah, and last <laughs> night was wonderful. So we had uh, just uh, all the stars you, you, you can see. So uh, it, it was fabulous uh, last night. And uh, today it's sunny and warm. Uh, I think the seawater temperature is about uh, close to 17 degrees. And the air temperature must be some, something close to 20, I guess. I, I, I don't know. But, but it's, it's, it's summer and it, it's very nice. It's very beautiful. But uh, the engine is running. What about the sails? Yeah, we basically have no wind at all right now. We had wind during the night. Uh, the main sail is still up, but uh, there's hardly any wind at all. So uh, the engine is running also because we're getting the boat ready for, for the harbor. And uh, we will pull down the main sail soon. And um, then, yeah, we will get into port and uh, we'll have a little rest. Okay, Avid, I asked our um, listeners uh, what questions they have for you, and um, I've prepared some of them now. So, what was the funniest thing that happened on this expedition? Oh, this is really hard to answer because we had many funny situations, and there was a lot of laughing going on during the whole trip, basically. So, uh, but, uh, well, just... To pick up one one thing is uh, when we sailed through uh, Loch Ness in, in Scotland, and uh, I think you sent us uh, a message and uh, whether we could have an encounter with uh, with Nessie, and uh, so uh, we started to think about it, and uh, so uh, we we have a very creative team here on board, and and they. Uh, know how to, to work with computers and, and so they eventually uh, created this uh, picture with Dagmar and, and Nessie on, on the Loch Ness and, and there was a good laugh on board and we had a lot of fun with it. Yes, so we had our community on Instagram and Facebook where we posted this picture and uh, they liked the idea that Nessie fell in love with the Dagmar on and with the sound of her engine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage to find a good crew? I think the crew is finding the Dagmar own. So uh, I think it goes the other way around, basically. So uh, uh, also due to the podcast battle. So many people are listening to the podcast and they somehow got interested in the whole project. And uh, so I, I get a lot of applications from from. Uh, basically all over the world from people listening to the podcast and who got somehow interested in this project. And uh, But we can only take 10 people in total. 
on a trip. So uh, it's limited space on this boat, but um, you, you need uh, persons who can socialize on very limited space and uh, who can uh, deal with seasickness. And uh, we do not have showers on board. So uh, sometimes the fresh fruit uh, or salad is out. And uh, so, I mean, you just have to be able to live a simple life on, on, on a sailing vessel. But we have uh, very enthusiastic young people. The youngest is 18 years of age. He's still going to school but he's he's a great person and so we have um, a very uh, ambitious crew here aboard was there ever a time when it didn't fit at all yeah occasionally so uh, but very seldom i must say so sometimes people say well it was a nice experience but i don't need that again <laughs> and uh, on the other side so i also talked to some people and said well that was it and so it was nice to, to meet you but uh, I, I think you just don't fit into the crew and, and uh, it's, it's, it's not that somebody is being angry on, on, on somebody else so it's just sometimes it just doesn't fit but this happens quite seldom and before somebody comes on board of course so I will have a good talk with him and, 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 and with a person and, and see if, uh, if it might fit or not How long are you allowed to shower? And who cleans the dishwasher? And do you have uh, fixed duties? I think I answered this question already. So we do not have showers on board. So uh, we would use too much fresh water and uh, the water maker would be running uh, full time. So uh, there's a sink. Of course, you can have a bathroom. You can wash yourself, but uh, there is no shower on board. So you have to wait till the next port or you just have to take a bucket of salt water and uh, shower on deck so this is, is uh, an option uh, people also uh, make use out of and uh, we do not have a dishwasher either so uh, uh, we have a bakshafter as we call it as a person who is on duty to do the dishes and to clean uh, uh, the ship and uh, and clean the toilets and sinks and whatever go goes with it so uh, Every person has to do it once in a while, so it goes in shift. Okay. When do you ring the bell? Uh, only when uh, usually you, uh, on, on the old sailing vessel, you, you had uh, various reasons to, to ring the bell. Uh, so we don't do that nowadays, but you have to have a bell on board. And we usually just uh, ring it when the dinner is ready, so that everybody on board knows uh, now it's time to eat. Do you have a bucket list? What destinations would you like to visit with the Dagmar Own? Yeah, there is a list, but I, I never talk about it before I really think it's, it's time to do it. Because if, if you talk about future plans which might come true or which might not, you, you put a lot of uh, attention on yourself. And so I, I just uh, keep it by myself and... Uh, I do not talk about future plans. Not yet. Uh, so th these were some of the questions of our listeners. So now let's talk about the um, ocean technology on board. Have you collected data during your last leg on the North Sea? Oh, yeah. We collect a lot of data with the, the ocean pack, which is running constantly 24 hours, seven days 
a week and measuring salinity, CO2, the salt water temperature and, and other things. And then we have the CTT device, which can go down up to 500 meters. And uh, we stopped several times during our North Sea crossing now and uh, put the CTD down. And yesterday it was uh, a bit scary because it got somehow entangled at the bottom and in a nearly 300 meter step. And uh, so uh, it took a while to, to get it clear again and you might easily lose a CTD, which is extremely expensive that way. But uh, we were we were afraid that we could lose it. But we uh, finally managed to, to get it free again and, and pull it up with all the data in it stored. So uh, that was a scary moment. How did you manage that? I mean, it's difficult to, to get it free when it's uh, at a depth of almost 300 meters. Yeah, you, you, you don't know what's down there. So you just have the echo sounder telling you, The bottom is about, I don't know, uh, 290 meters or something like that. And, but you don't know what else is on the bottom. And I think there might have been a wreck in this area. There are many, many wrecks, hundreds of, of wrecks. And uh, so it might easily get entangled in one of these wrecks uh, because the, the CDD device didn't even hit the bottom. So it got entangled shortly above the, the ground. And so that's why we think it might have been um, a wreck uh, down on the bottom. But we do not know, of course, because there was nothing on the CTT, fortunately. So it's not bent or whatever. So it's just completely intact and all right. And we used it this morning again. So we stopped and then sent it down again. But it's not that deep here anymore. It's only 80 meters deep. But it's very interesting for the scientists because we have the Skagarak and uh, all the The water from the North Sea that gets into the Baltic has to come through the Skagarak, basically. And that's why it's uh, quite interesting to make measurements right here. And uh, which scientific institutes will get these data? Uh, we are working together with uh, several institutes. The IOE, the, the institute in uh, Warnemünde, we, we talked about earlier. They supplied Argo floats and drift buoys. Uh, but these measurements from the CTT device and also from the ocean pack will go directly via satellite to the Geoma Institute in Kiel. Uh, so they, they are also doing the, the magnificent uh, Beluga website for us where you can see where we are and uh, the type of measurements, what the CTD uh, device would measure. So you can get access to all these data. So what our intention is to cooperate with scientific institute, uh, collecting data where we can and, uh, and also make it accessible for interested people so uh, that uh, they can see not only what we are doing, what but also uh, what kind of data we collect. So now you're almost in Denmark again. And uh, what are your plans for the upcoming days? Yeah, well, we have a break, yes. Two of the crew will have to leave the boat, so uh, they are almost overdue anyhow. But they wanted to, <laughs> to do the North Sea crossing. And uh, so Ole has to go back to school and Thomas has to go back to, to work. And so we will stay tomorrow and do some, uh, well, major maintenance, on the, some, some small maintenance on the boat and uh, get some groceries. And then we eventually go further down south. And by the end of August, 
we should reach again Flensburg. And that's going to be the end of the Ocean Change Expedition for this summer. Okay, and we are very interested uh, in your plans uh, for the next expedition, but we can wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I will let you know as soon as I, I know myself. So uh, I just need a little break, uh, to be honest, uh, just to uh, sort out things and uh, uh, get back to uh, my office. And, and uh, yeah, and, and then eventually, so a new project will develop. So. Uh, It, it will not take very long. Okay, so enjoy the last days on board Dagmar on and uh, don't think about your office, Arvid. <laughs> no, we will all uh, be quite happy being on board here for the next couple of days. Yeah. And we look forward to uh, listening to you again soon. Uh, I guess this will be when you return to Flensburg. Yes, Baba. Looking forward to it. Okay, thank you so much. Bye-bye, Arvid. Bye-bye. That was the podcast Ocean Change by Arvid Fuchs and Bärbel Fenig.